What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have my good friend. He's coming back. He's here. He's the famous actor that we all know and love, Mark Anthony Saria. What's going on? What's going on, man? What an intro. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know me. I'm working I'm, on them, man. <laughs> love it, bro. Yeah, man. Um, bro, you know why we're here. Everybody knows why we're here. Nobody knows that they need this, but our opinions on the Spider-Man Far From Home. Buddy, Spider-Man Far From... No, it's not Far From Home. It's No Way Home. And I know you got confused and it's okay because what it is is that these titles all have home in it. So... (laughs) (laughs) Which I honestly don't love, man. I don't... I think that was a really random thing for them to go with, the whole home theme. Obviously, Homecoming, I think, was appropriate, but I think they could have just done something different with this sequel. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't know it was going to be like a trend. Like Like a trend. Yeah, like it was going to keep going. Um, But nevertheless, like whatever happened to old school, like two or three, right? Right. But that was the Sam Raimi days, which we'll get into because, you know, you know me, how passionate I am about uh, what's to come. Anyway, so Spider-Man No Way Home. We're all excited. For those of you don't know, for those of you living under a rock, it is the third installment of the Tom Holland series from the MCU uh very excited about this film uh wasn't too crazy about the second one i'll be honest with you i enjoyed that they went to italy and they did location shoots and things like that uh but for the most part it just seemed a little bit convoluted and uh overhyped uh but this film is genuinely properly hyped uh i just saw the other day has 75 million views the trailer alone um and the reason why is because the filmmakers here the story here is providing more substance Uh, as opposed to the source material. And what I mean by that is we're getting into meta. And what's meta? Sorry, right? It's basically when fiction is told, um, is recognized by our our realities are recognized in fiction. And the whole multiverse is coming about. We all know that there's other Spider-Mans that existed before us. And the Tom Holland series, like the Garfield series, it kind of ignores the previous ones. But this time, they're acknowledging the multiverse. Now, I want to hear your thoughts on this trailer and this film as a whole. Oh, bro. So, honest, so you know um, how deep the Marvel nerd goes in me and in most of us. And the um... backtrack. <laughs> no, man. Okay. I, I know how excited you are for, for being a Marvel fan. Like that's that's another reason why, by the way, I'm bringing Saria on the podcast is because this guy's no DC guy, right? This is a Marvel, you know, born and bred character. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, so, uh, it's it's funny. I have a lot of. Um, I started with DC. Their characters are like I think very gritty, especially in the comics. I found Marvel to be like really in the comics, rather like really bright and just like they always had like these grandiose like storylines and. DC was always more of like an isolated moment um, or some more down to earth thing. But uh, in in the movies, man, Marvel's killing it. Um, The way the MCU has just set everything up to lead to this point. I was actually talking to my girl about the multiverse concept and how that is an amazing next step. And I'm happy they didn't do it in the first um, phase because... um, or in the infinity saga, because we were talking about how, what a cop-out that kind of is at times. It's really good right now that they 
really laid the groundwork. They put the movies in, the tie-ins of all these films to lead up to the Infinity Saga or Endgame. Mm -hmm. And now um, it only makes sense, or rather the approach that they're taking to this whole multiverse to add uh, different properties across Sony, um, from like Fantastic Four to X-Men to um, OG Spider-Mans, like, they're all making that canon now, right? And yeah, they're able to say that's a multiverse thing, like in yeah. world six hundred, whatever. This exists there, right? And and um, and to build to basically what I'm going to say about this trailer, I like it's just really important to talk about what's happened so far in the multiverse, um, or how that's sort of taken steps forward in like Loki, and in WandaVision, and now in in spider-man where it's kind of like gonna come to fruition that opening of the multiverse right that happened at the end of wandavision where she was sort of doing her thing middle of nowhere cracking the code of life (laughs) trying to figure out what she's doing post not having a fake family and then loki where he literally finds his way by the end of the season to the gatekeeper of the multiverse right and then did you watch all of Loki. I, I did watch all of Loki. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of a, some some of it is a bit of a blur, but like for the most part, no, it's actually coming to me as I'm speaking. Like I know exactly yeah. what happened in the ending, and it was a strange, strange concept, and it was kind of very unpredictable, which is what I enjoyed. Oh, it was awesome, man, and yeah. it was actually one of my favorite seasons. It, it, it was just that, that whole sci-fi vibe, um, but Loki like himself ki- uh, killed it. But um, I even like the very like the variations of him like the girl exactly version the like she, played, she killed it yeah the variants i mean yeah yeah and uh you know just meeting that uh timekeeper at the end is that what he yeah. Is? yeah yeah kang so so yeah he's... the whole speech he made the the writing i have to say like usually i don't because as filmmakers we're always cluing into like uh how it's constructed right yeah. uh, a creative project but i just want to say this like with the writing like the dialogue was actually captivating like it reminded me like tarantino style you know the actor made it entertaining right and yeah of course yeah um so i, th- I thought it was really interesting to because he's gonna be one of the next big baddies moving forward and i was excited that they introduced a big baddie in like a season finale of a disney plus series as opposed yeah. to like a movie right so it was kind of cool to plant those seeds but he was the keeper of time and then sylvie killed him and then that's almost the moment i think the multiverse kind of breaks in half and that is all going to, I think, um, cross over with that moment in the trailer where um, they're set the whole thing in the sky. Right, right. And you know what I mean? Like, these are all links to Oh, because moment. at the end of the trailer. Yeah, because I want to get into that. Like, so that I have to say it's very plausible to me because every, everything has to make sense, right? You have to justify the action. You can't just say like, oh, like we want more Spider-Man in the movie. But uh, Doctor Strange there, like, he has the power, right? It's been established that he can access dimensions and things like that, right? Or, or create spells. So that was plausible. So what you're saying is that they're going to expand it even more or touch so it even more with, so with it what almost, happened in the end of Loki? Yeah, so it almost mm-hmm. feels like it's this singular moment from the mm-hmm. perspective of all of these different people at different times. Um, right. So that's what I believe is happening, that, like, like that like there's this like convergence or like this moment this singular moment where the multiverse cracks open and it shows it at the end of wandavision and then it shows it oh um in um in um 
in Loki when they kill Kang, uh, which is the guy at the end. Yeah. And um, and now it's spilling in to where Spider-Man is, right? And this is when we can get into the trailer. So there's a line I wanted to ask you because we're on that subject. So at the end of the second trailer, Doctor Strange looks up in the sky and says something like the timeline's broken or something. And like it's been unleashed or released. Like what, what does that mean? What's so, your knowledge towards that? So I, I don't think... I don't think the continuity in the trailer is the true continuity of the film. I right. think I, I think that they put that at the end of the trailer to essentially tease people, make people think that they were talking about it was the Spider-Mans or something. And naturally, and naturally you think it's the end of the movie too, right? Like the climax. Because you're thinking I don't, because, Yeah, go ahead, go. I don't I, I don't think that's what it is. Cause if you th- hear the dialogue, like yeah. he says, oh, um, something's trying to come through and I can't stop it. Right. And if it was the Spider-Man, why would he want to stop that? But it could also be like, he doesn't know. Maybe that is when the Spider-Man, he doesn't know what's coming through and he can maybe just sense or feel that it's like big or like it's, it's energy is huge. And then it ends up being the Spider-Man. Right. Um, But a lot of people are saying that it could be the introduction of a villain at that time, but they've been, and I don't know if you've seen any of the details of like how they've edited, there are certain shots in that trailer where they edited it out um, Toby and Andrew or something. And in particular, there's this scene. Oh, they actually uh, did. You're saying they removed. Okay. Now we're getting to juicy details. They removed CGI like digitally. Yes. Yeah, wow. so um, and and they've done this before in like other Marvel trailers. Well, yeah, where yeah, they'll sure. they'll show like shots that don't exist in the movie. It's they'll even just, change like, a location, a trailer to shot throw, to throw you off, so you expect that look like that scene to come up, but you don't know where it is. Yeah, exactly. And for example, in Spider-Man: Far From Home, the trailer. Sorry, and yeah, in Spider-Man: Far From Home, the trailer at the beginning, uh, when he's like basically telling everybody, "Oh, he's taking a break." Uh, going on vacation in the trailer he's actually wearing his stark suit in the movie in that exact same scene he's wearing the iron spider right so there's certain things that they do where they kind of go in and they change something with cgi to like misdirect or something but there's a legit version of the spider-man far from home trailer uh sorry no way home trailer it's the Brazilian trailer where they show a few extra seconds of the Sinister Six battle at the end when they mm-hmm. start like jumping at each other. And if you look down and look at like how all of the villains are like jumping into that fight. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. You see that they're going in opposite directions or in different directions and Spider-Man that's oh, I'm hauling in the shot. I didn't see that. No, I didn't catch that. Well, so this is I'm 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 a part of a bunch of like, and I follow a bunch of people who analyze this shit oh, and like they okay, post okay, breakdowns okay, and everything. Right, right. So there's right. things that I catch up and that I catch on my own, but I always watch these videos that break frame by frame Easter eggs, references, and there's and there's there's always packed, um, right. like packed uh, references and everything. But um, in this particular, see, moment, I try to stay away from it because I don't want to ruin. You know what I mean? Like the element of surprise and stuff. But I, I could see you because yeah. I know you're even more obsessed with like Marvel. So you oh, have bro. to know like what the hell is happening. <laughs> and that's what I want. I want to get to my next point, right? Like, okay, so again, we established that uh, the multiverse exists. It's going to be introduced into this film. So we're very excited. Um, and that opens up an array of possibilities. Now, right now from the trailer, just upon watching it, rewatching it, I saw like characters that I didn't 
think where I was going to see, right? Like the Sandman was in there, man, from Spider-Man 3. Um, now, the biggest thing here is everyone's expecting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, but there's still some skeptics. There's still people that believe, um, and my cynical nature believes it too, that there might be a possibility they won't show up for legality reasons, contract reasons, or because they don't want to take away from the limelight or whatever from Tom Holland. Why should we believe that they're in it? Is there any other sources you can prove? Uh, yes, as a matter of okay, fact. Let's share the screen. So, so if you're watching the YouTube version, you'll be able to see what we're going to get into. All right. So I wanted, so sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to open up this uh, panel here. And from what I've seen, I'll show you what I've seen that kind of convinced me. I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Andrew Garfield on set. Oh, the, the, the picture of him or like that, that video that like had no audio. And then, you yeah, he of... was just like on the green screen. Yeah. Like, is this real, man? I think this is real. And that I looks think real, that, man. <laughs> I think this is real. And I think that that final scene in the trailer confirms that this is real because yeah. you see their entire fight, that that whole last act fight of the trailer. It's around that Statue of Liberty or rebuilding Statue of Liberty with Captain America's shield or something. But they're scaffolding all the way around it. And gotcha. that was pretty much the confirmation that this was legit. For and there was a hundred like a whole bunch of videos analyzing this and everything. And you, you could even see in the foreground there's somebody who has gloves there or someone who um like there's hands in the shot there. Yeah. And people have have um paused this, manipulated this image to be able to see what those are. And those are uh Toby's hands, like the Sam Raimi. No suit way. Hands. They were that good that you could they could actually pick up yes. who they belong to. What? And there's even videos that are like that are um, that analyze what his lips are saying, um, like people who can like read lips and everything have analyzed this. And he's saying, yeah, so you've got like web blood and he's talking directly to Tobey Maguire, uh, where obviously he's the oh, only because like, the only media, incarnation yeah. where it's organic. We right, never had one web more. shooters. <laughs> yeah, so that's. Um, so I think that's real. Um, aside from even just this, yeah. um, I, I've been a part of, well, I've been a part of conversations where they've even revealed that they've hired the VFX teams from the OG trilogy and the, and the, and the amazing Spider-Man um, um, films. Um, and people are saying that they brought these people on to like nail the movements of those characters uh, so it felt authentic to like how they felt when we last saw them. There was even leaks of um, of the stunt doubles of both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man from their respective films appear in pictures or on set at um, during this film. That's crazy. So there's all this proof and they've just never like confirmed it. Right. So it's like, how do they keep it hush hush? Like these movies have so many random production people, craft services. Like it's amazing. Like I think they kind of threaten them. Well, this is what financial like, lawsuit. Well, definitely they sign NDAs. Like look at this. Like, yes, this and then crazy. this is this is a huge leak that uh, that 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 surfaced uh, a couple of uh, or like a couple of weeks ago, where 
this is a legit shot. And then that, then that shot beside there is like a rework of, of the green goblin. And obviously you see his, uh, and that's a stunt double or something, but you see, and like, you even see the, the similarities in the suit, right? It's the same design. It's just charred up. It kind of looks like, like the nightmare Batman scene in justice league version of green goblin, the same way that Batman had like his whole, like sort of savage land getup. Yeah. No, no. Oh, uh, I know what you're saying. Sorry, you're you're saying the uh, the tool, yeah, the belt, and yeah. Well, no. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's sick. Yeah. So in so do you remember in the Snyder cut or or sorry in uh, in in uh, Justice League where uh, Batman versus Batman? But, yeah. Well, well, Batman has this nightmare, right? And then that's yeah, like when yeah. like Flash comes in, and he, in in that whole nightmare sequence, he's wearing like this trench coat, and he looks like all badass, like he's kind of like running through like the savage lands like that's kind of that's kind of like what um what green goblin looks like there um anyway yeah yeah like (laughs) not that (laughs) (laughs) not that (laughs) uh like this right yeah it has this similar look like like goggles and everything anyway um uh so there's there's two shots in the trailer where people see uh, the green goblin. And obviously like you get that money shot of like the OG green goblin um, in like full on getup, but then, but even though, even the lot, even the laugh is, I should mention is accurate. Like, yeah. And even this, right. Yeah. Oh, that, and that's the shot. Yeah. There you go. That's the shot. And, um, and they haven't confirmed Willem Dafoe either. uh, Officially. Um, Officially. and that's think- fine like like i just want to mention one thing like let's say for whatever reason he can't not that I, that I'll, I'll be heartbroken but be part of me that'll be like upset um just the only thing they cannot make it worse is don't show another actor like just keep the mask on if that makes sense yeah you know I what i mean? mean like just keep the illusion that he is underneath the costume if he can't actually do the job because you're gonna yeah ruin it for us oh bro i don't know what actor would turn this movie down this movie i think might top end game in terms oh, of yeah you know, you know what, what i, I mean? never re- let's bro that's a separate disc- okay so let's get into that like you think financially it'll it'll just like huge the expectations yeah. for this movie are off the charts man and mar uh, this is i think the only movie in the lineup of marvel aside from a next avengers movie that would top endgame because there's because so much than, yeah. investment right like people this is like three generations of of spider-man fans yeah right and like, also this people isn't... but also people before that that just will go because it's the brand spider-man so you got exactly those people then you got our generation right then you got my sister's generation the gen z's we got the millennials the gen z's and then we got the the kids now right that are watching the tom holland ones on exactly. top of that you got the people that love the mcu right right and i want to see like you know what happens next and whatever so it's like a combination like yeah. There are people I know, like I know I follow high top films on YouTube, huge advocate, huge proponent of the yeah. Spider-Man. Like, I actually, I actually love that, that channel, man. Yeah. He goes, amazing, right? Yeah. He, his, that guy's video essays on a lot of the Marvel stuff uh, that I've seen are like so well articulated, I think. Yeah. Anyway, no, shout and he out just to shows tops. such a, pa- yeah, like shout out to him. But um, what I'm saying is that like hearing him talk, like that's a guy that's going to show up. You know what I mean? Like, let's say he doesn't like the MCU. Let's say he doesn't like No Way Home. I don't know what's for sure. But I have a feeling like he's not a fan of what, what they've done with the new Spider-Man. He'll still show up 
with that possibility that there's going to be some, you know, a glimpse of his childhood, right? Nostalgia. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, man, with, with no way home and with Spider-Man in general, like I, I love each and every one of the Spider-Man for different things. Um, Toby, I thought was a great Peter Parker. I never loved his Spider-Man. Okay. Um, in in terms of how he acted as Spider-Man. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's OG. Love it. I love the movies, man. Um, but when it comes to like Spider-Man, I really like the way Andrew Garfield interpreted Spider-Man, but I didn't love his interpretation of Peter Parker. I thought that um Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was too charismatic, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, very, yeah it was it was too he was too polished where it was like He's you know what I mean? Geeky, like geeky and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But his Spider-Man was witty and his Spider-Man was funny as it yeah. should be. And he's a that... comic book. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And from that perspective is why I didn't love Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because it wasn't quippy. It wasn't, it didn't people... feel, yeah. It didn't Sorry, feel like, a, it didn't feel humorous or funny. And that's really just what like at the bottom of it, like he's a hero, but he's a kid at heart. And even though he's older in the uh, Raimi series like he's just it doesn't feel like he carries that light humor with him as he's saving things it felt more grounded and more serious granted that might be what they were going for but um definitely Toby, as an interpretation yeah. like my opinion is like with with Toby is the reason why I love him is I always interpret like when he put on the suit and the way he acted was so noble so heroic now a lot of people especially like our generation will like poke fun looking back and say wow this guy was so awkward so weird so whatever but there was something about like that conviction that he had where, like you were saying is with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. He was charismatic. He was outgoing. And I love that. Right. Like he knew he even had to talk to this blonde girl. Like it was quirky, but it wasn't like he was flirting with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is like, it just like, maybe it was done on purpose. Maybe it wasn't, but it didn't seem like Spider-Man because he had more of a darker edge to it. The Garfield one, like it was edgier. Uh, it was more like of a, a rebellious nature. Like he would get upset. He'd get pissed off. And it's like Spider-Man in my eyes isn't that way. Um, Spider-Man comes across more so like the Tobey Maguire way. Tom Holland one, uh, yeah, he's great and all. Um, the only issues I have is that uh, I wouldn't even say they're issues because I, I can see Spider-Man being like that. Again, I'm not too familiar with the comics. I'm just going off of, you know, pop culture. But uh, he came across a little bit too, of, too much of a kid. Like happy-go-lucky and like, oops, sorry, I, oh, I, I didn't know if I, you know, like Tobey Maguire was like, yeah, he was geeky, he was awkward, and I get why people poke fun, but when he put on that suit, like Spider-Man 2, man, like, you felt like this guy matured, like, he's Spider-Man, like, he has to take on this responsibility, and, you know, he can't even have his own life, and he has to see a girl yeah. like, that he loves, like, ripped away from him, and, you know what I mean, like, all these things culminating, and it's like, the other, like, there's a die one, like, whatever name is it's like i don't know i just like i felt like a family channel kind of vibe uh yeah it is and disney right so <laughs> to your well yes and and to your point um there is a weight that toby Maguire carried as spider-man which honestly in that perspective i love because wouldn't you get beat down and tired after years of being spider-man and after years of having to like sacrifice your but own he's a personal kid, but, life bro, he's like imagine us like taking on that responsibility as funny as it sounds 
right? right? So we're, we're in our twenties, like we're trying to pursue our own dreams and like, we have to take on this responsibility because we feel an obligation. Exactly. And, um, and my only real gripe with Tom Holland's interpretation, it's the youngest that we've seen from the three, um, which is technically more comet accurate because yeah, Spider-Man in the comics is a kid. Not uh, 30. <laughs> so, but, yeah. but we can, we can relate with an older character, which is why I love to see the, the, to- the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans because you can relate to that even more now as an adult with responsibilities that needs to pay rent, that yeah, needs yeah, to that do so all funny. this. I know. I mean, show all the, but, but, see, but see, like you laugh, like you, you see those moments, you think they're corny, but if you watch them, and I think you appreciate them more when you get older, because yeah. that feels raw, like that's real. You know, right? like that's, that's cool to see those little moments. Right. So it's even more relatable. They aged really, really well because I think that they established him older. Um, a thing that I do want to say about my gripe about Tom Holland's Spider-Man, it has nothing to do with his interpretation, more so how they've introduced him into the story. They've introduced him as like someone who requires help, someone who yeah. is is always under the mentorship of somebody and he, it barely feels like he's had the opportunity to stand on his own two feet without the assistance of like Iron Man or an Avenger or in this movie, hopefully not. I hope it doesn't feel like, like Dr. Strange is like really carrying the weight of like his decisions. And obviously he's going to need to go through everything. And I hope that this being a darker supposedly version um, or the darker installment of this, this trilogy, I hope they go into like, a traumatic place with him <laughs> where he needs to deal with something completely yeah, so, on his own like they need that's to what give he was him warning life. like his fans like social media uh just wanted to interject where he was basically saying like prepare for this to not be a lighthearted, feel-good movie it's going to be very right. dark yeah exactly so i think that that's what that character needs he needs to just be spider-man on his own you know and, what i would love because yeah. like back to your point about how he's like the youngest is like i'm imagining some concept where like his wake-up call like to grow up, like mature, like stop asking for help, stop like being always like, oh, oh sorry, is like the two Spider-Mans because they're older than him to kind of like remind them like who is Spider-Man, you know what I mean? And like who he yeah. should be, right? Because we don't have, well, as far as we know, we don't know of alternate dimensions, right? But just imagine if like in an alternate dimension or even like a, a older self, a older one of ourselves would come to us or even if we went to them when we were like 15, like we would look at ourselves so much differently by realizing how much we went through and say like, you got to wake up, you got to smarten up and you got to like grow up essentially. hundred percent. And, and imagine yeah. coming from older versions of you, the only people that can literally relate to what it is you're going through, to what it is you're telling going through, you right? that. Right. And this is my own little theory, but I, I hope that this is how this works out. Cause in the trailer, it, it kind of picks up after uh, um, like it kind of brushes through the events of like the first trailer really quickly. in like the first minute where yeah. uh, he approaches Dr. Strange uh, they do some spell it doesn't work and this pretty much glances right over that uh, to a point where like dr strange is like oh so um so basically we messed up that spell whatever and now we're going to try something else and so we messed up this spell people have been like we've been receiving visitors from other universes is the how that went which makes me feel like in the early parts of the movie they're going to have that spell happen where everybody's going to forget who he was or forget that he's spider-man and i think that because remember in the in the first trailer when when even um 
when he was doing the spell and he was like, oh, but what about MJ? What about Ned? What about Aunt May? They should know, right? And then that's pretty much what ruined that spell. I th- and then Dr. Strange was like, oh, that's not how it works. So I think that that spell is going to happen. And literally everyone is going to forget that he's Spider-Man, including the Avengers. Yeah. And then maybe this is where he needs to become like isolated because he doesn't have anyone for support in that way. Um, So I don't know how that's going to play out. I think that'd be a really good place to start. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Going down the way that I was talking about, about like, you know, making him independent, like, because it clearly sounds or feels like that happens earlier in the movie. So maybe early on in the movie, he loses all his allies because they all forget from this spell that he's Spider-Man. And then you know the arc I mean? of so, the character as well, like what I'm thinking, I like that idea a lot where basically, um, you know, he'll have um, the other Spider-Man kind of come in because no one else knows who he is other than maybe them or like, you know, he can kind of, they can relate or understand what he's going through. Yeah. Um, and then like, that'll help like with his arc or whatever, right? Like kind of rediscover who he is. Exactly. So I think that that would be a good place to start with this movie since it looks like that happens earlier on uh just to give him those legs and then maybe and then he's obviously talking with ned and 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 mj throughout the trailer maybe like that's crazy he was like manipulating some sort of sorcery magic or i don't know well this is well this is what they're saying that that um dr strange is going to create an integrated suit where he where peter has the ability to to do that or like there's something on his wrist there um that That looks like an evil spider-man because he's looking this way right it almost looks like a confrontation and electro is in the back who knows what he was what he's even looking at like is he guarding him you know what i mean (laughs) people are saying that this black suit here is actually an inside out like he's wearing the red and the red and blue suit inside out and people were citing this no, no, no. So oh, this okay. is, so people are saying that's wiring and oh, okay. people were going back to no way home when, um, sorry, homecoming, um, where they were in Washington, um, for like that whole spelling bee thing or whatever. I don't know. They're doing some mm-hmm. science thing in, in Washington. And, um, uh, Peter finds out that, um, that there's the training wheels protocol put on by Tony Stark in the suit so that he can't access certain features of the suit and then basically ned goes in to disable that but as he's going in to disable that this is where people are sort of um drawing this theory from is that that's exactly what the suit looks like from the inside all like teched out and everything and like there's wiring so they're saying that he's wearing that suit inside out as like a protective thing against electro right Oh, like it's uh, resistant to like electricity. Because it's really, yeah, it's resistant. There's like rubberized material on the yeah, inside. He's bringing back the iron suit. Iron yeah. suit was pretty badass, yeah. There's but two versions necessary. of the iron side. Or, there, there, there's two versions of this suit in this trailer. This one. Oh, okay. Which is the one from Infinity War. And then at the end, the spider mm. is, um, is, is gold. And instead of the blue parts, they're black. So it's kind of like an integration of like um of the um, inverted yeah yeah of the iron spider and the one where it goes against like dr strange dr strange like he has to have a good reason as well because one of the things that i was confused about is if he's so protective of like time and the balance right and all that sorcery and the magic how come he was so 
you know, quick to be like, yeah, that's fine. Like we'll, we'll grant this bill. Did you ever watch what if entirely? No, I was told, I told like, if you watch it, like it'll help probably. Yeah. Because that's canon. Yeah, no, that is is canon. canon. Oh, it is considered canon. Yes. So in the multiverse. Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me because I actually want to watch it, but I have a feeling what you're going to say. Basically the wrong Dr. Strange was taken. So people are saying that this Dr. Strange is acting a little sketchy. He is. He's like wearing slippers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's acting a little sketchy. His, there's an episode, there's a Dr. Strange episode in what if, and I'm just going to say that watch that episode. Okay. And then you're going to come to your own conclusion. about It's the highest rated think. one on IMDb. So there's probably, there's quite a good reason why. Yeah. There's, there's probably a lot of rich, really good. Yeah. Rich Lord. Like, you know, yeah. Um, like look yeah. at that. Like, let's just pause that frame right here. Right. Look at that. And there's, it reminds there's me of Spider-Man three, bro. Eh? The climax. I don't know yeah, if that was man. on purpose. Like it's well, like a paying homage. It, 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 it kind of feels like it and look, yeah because the scaffolds and the bill yes yeah, right oh my god even the lizards there yes so keep it paused here man yeah. so um so if, if you see people were also um looking at like the um at spider-man three images of when um in the third act sandman was like transforming into that big ass version of himself they're saying that that's what he's going to turn into here because the resemblance of like even the face to like what they did in like the um spider-man 3 the like the og that they're gonna have the same exact uh costume designs or designs as characters but this shot the next shot when they all jump at each other is supposed to be one of the most highest like the most edited shot and if you actually here let's finish looking at at this and then i want to redirect us to um a clip of the brazilian trailer this shot you're seeing pause it pause it so you see the lizard down there in yeah. the Brazilian trailer, this clip runs on for, I think, two seconds longer. And you okay. fully see the lizard getting punched. And there's nothing there. So you see the like the lizard jumping. And he's clearly jumping lower than Tom Much Spider-Man lower. all the way yeah. up there, right? And you literally see in the Brazilian version of this trailer, he gets... <laughs> and there's nothing yeah. there oh, just, but nothing like he just like decides to get punched <laughs> so people are like okay, let's oh, check this that is, out i gotta yeah. check that out brazilian yeah. trailer that's crazy that different countries why is that they don't put as much uh time into editing it the or i have no idea so many here, pictures uh, brazil fucks up the yeah here it is literally here but that's a seven minute video just go to like uh oh, okay. like a trailer search yeah search lizard getting punched or No Way Home trailer, Lizard getting punched instead of Brazilian there. Yeah. Just put Lizard. Lizard punched. So there you go. There's uh, one that's just like a few seconds long. Oh, here it um, is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's fully getting rocked by nothing. So- so, so we now that confirms it i think right yeah man oh there's bro God. that's because what it is is that climactic shot you're gonna have all three like jumping at jumping them, right? at each other man yeah. this is so there's like you're not gonna things. have one spider-man jump at three villains no this confirms it like if if there were if they're not in there then there's no reason for that and i don't know if it, no, that's no 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 but, but i still no i still remember like when i was watching uh you know the jar jar binks theory what 
how like have you ever heard of that the jar jar banks from star wars how he no. was like the hidden sith and he came oh. across as like a buffoon but he really was like orchestrating the whole events of this entire saga i heard i, I and heard like something if you about watch that. if you watch like the way he walks and his yellow eyes right and how he what he says to the characters and i thought it was genius like they never proved it they never like you know what i mean it's always like hush hush and they did, did a horrible job in my opinion with the disney version because i thought they would expand on it more but i think that was the intent because the whole thing with george lucas is he's after he like folktales yeah so yoda for example was the more benevolent character right the creature you meet on the side of the road that kind of inspires you to be better and become better right so that's who he was to luke and then he wanted to flip it um because there's another side right just like with everything good and evil that in the prequels it would be jar jar binks like a character you would never believe would be capable of such uh sinister like sinister behavior right uh malevolence and uh, basically he would be the one to like kind of lure the emperor and lure like anakin whatever anyway point is is that my my point i'm getting at the c that was a cgi character and the reason why it made for a more compelling argument is these editors it's not like you know the actor was like doing his own thing or like said the lines a certain way and maybe he was like you know just po- like playing around with it the cgi is manipulated by thousands of artists and they're instructed by whoever's you know managing the team to do certain things right so it's at the end of the day it makes it deliberate so with this punch, what I'm trying to get at, the lizard isn't a guy in a costume. That's a CGI character. The head to be hit like that, that's not a glitch. That's not a, you could tell. Like that, intentional. That, was, that, was, that was intentional. That was an artist, about a group of a team being told at this point in the frame, he needs to, his head needs to turn like this, you know? If it was an actor, yeah, I'd say like, oh, what is he doing? It's almost like Star Wars when that stormtrooper hit his head on like, you know, the door. Like that yeah. happens, right? Like whatever, like you can argue whatever. Not that it should because it's a professional movie. But in this case, because he's a CGI character, 100%, it was del- deliberate. Right. And I think for this to be released. <laughs> I like how it ended up. That, was, that was the last shot. <laughs> was that actually the last shot? Or they, they, well, they no, should? they were zooming. There was whoever, whoever. Oh, no, no. But that would be so in. funny. Like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Just a close up of, of Lizard getting punched by nobody. <laughs> Experience in IMAX 3D. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so who do you that's think crazy man the third the sixth villain is gonna be because this is they've released yeah, that's five right. the villains. sinister six they were trying to pull off right and i think they are and i think I, okay so I we think... have doc ock let's go through we have doc ock yeah goblin. we have a goblin we have sandman we have electro we have a lizard oh the sixth okay oh even the question mark oh no that's something else. Um, so the six i would think it was it would be venom no Possibly Venom or Possibly, like Harry Osborn. I wouldn't like, be surprised own. if it was as safe an option as Mysterio and he's not really dead and whatever. Oh, oh and, because you have to connect. You know what it is? They might do that because they have to tie in. Which is what the, I think. The the, the, the previous installments of Tom Holland. They can't kind of like forget about him and say, no, we like the new spider the older Right? Spider-Man. Well, because yeah. think about it. They have every single villain aside from Venom in there. And did you watch Venom too? I did not yet, but I will. Is that is that part of the universe? Like these spider, these Sony. Okay, Spider-Man? can I just ruin something for you? First of all, Fuck, no. Venom okay, two. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the Venom movies, bro. The I don't like one them was, <laughs> The first one was okay. It was okay, yeah. so so like so okay, and I liked that better than I liked Venom two. Okay. Venom two was not good. 
the only thing that I will give to that movie is character design. I think the character design and the fight sequences look cool. Um, the character design in like in, in 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 the same way that I appreciated character design in like Transformers, <laughs> where it's like, yeah. oh, those look sick. Sure, there are story plots, and it's not it's not even as exciting as Transformers. I did not like Let There Be Carnage, but do you want to look up the the end credit scene? Do yeah. Do you mind if I do that on the side? Because I actually want to watch the movie. Is it on Netflix? Okay. It's not. It's still in theaters. Okay, but, don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll cop it. I'll cop. It. I just only okay. because like it's gonna like yeah like then then okay, I'll never then watch I can't the spoil then I can't spoil. Okay, don't worry, spoil. don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna have another. Don't worry, we're gonna have a follow up conversation. In any uh, case, and, I don't yeah. think I don't think that it makes sense to bring in Venom. Mm. I think that that would be too much. They are though saying that because they're definitely setting up something, some altercation between Spider Man and Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're even saying that next year there's like two secret sony releases and i wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with like a venom and spider-man crossover okay i there's once you see venom 2 i'll talk to you about why i don't think he'll be in this movie well look Uh, at the video game by the way like coming out like that you sent me for ps5 uh, yeah. the spider-man marvel spider-man 2 like that having venom in there and because venom venom is the i don't i know he's not considered the arch enemy because i searched this up but i know he's like the most iconic villain uh, oh 100 uh, the arch enemy is apparently like green goblin whatever because the arch yeah. enemy is usually like someone that has emotional ties to you but uh, it's also just he's the longest running he's one of the yeah. longest running villains yeah. so i think that's why goblin often gets associated with that uh, but and, it's just and, like with batman and, and joker right it's like yeah the reason why yeah the joker is because he stands for everything that he stands against for everything that batman stands for right he's the opposite he's anarchy and batman's order right exactly so, um that's what I mean by like why Venom, because Venom is at the end of the day an alien from space. Oh <laughs> um, well, yeah, well they could but also I just love be his, setting. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was thinking that well, because they've already they've actually been cleared. I, th- I think that they're negotiating contracts for Tom Holland to be in a secondary trilogy, and something that I heard in an interview with Kevin Feige was that they want to have three Spider-Man trilogies within the MCU. They want to have a Spider-Man trilogy of him. In high school which will be ending with oh i heard of this no way home yeah a trilogy of him in his college years yeah and then a trilogy of him as an adult spider-man man i completely forgot about that that's a good point because i remember them saying uh their whole intention what's the cast of that 19 i remember a lot of people like fan theories and things like that when before the first movie came out they said it was a strategic move by disney like mcu because they want to have an actor they longevity can- you know, long, obviously for a business standpoint, that's amazing. They can squeeze as much money as they can from them, like make a lot of movies with them. But you don't want to cast someone that's like 30, right? Yeah. But um, that makes so much sense because I heard this, um, that uh, that news story before. Yeah. And that's, honestly, I, I, I don't love that move in general. I, I think for this, it works. I think it's going it, to be, yeah, they got to be careful. It doesn't become like redundant, like you get tired of it, redundant, right? Right. And this is what I think about this whole shared universe is that they'll be able to recycle villains and things throughout. And I I think that their story, just the story mechanics of Marvel at Marvel is just, 
it's on point. So I think that I think that they'll always have ways to intertwine these projects and everything. So I'm not too worried, but they are doing this with with Uncharted, with who also has Tom Holland in it. And I don't know if you saw the Uncharted trailer. Yeah, I, that's that's a separate conversation. But let's just say that's, I'm not too happy with the cast. Me, me neither. But this is what they're trying to do also because yeah. they want to make a trilogy with that. So they casted him yeah, super of course, young. Of course. And then over the course of three movies, which could potentially be like 10 years. Uh, Bro, who would have thought Hollywood would turn to video games? Let me just say that to make their next like blockbuster franchise. Like video games were so frowned upon years ago. And I always said it. We played, we, we've had, we did a podcast about video games, narrative, power storytelling through the medium. And I have to say like, they better start making bangers in the next five years. Like Horizon Zero Dawn, that's a movie. Oh, fuck. Like, get, get, get. Even like, Death Denis Stranding, man. From freaking Blade Runner and make that. You know what I mean? Literally, or, all or of the story-driven um, video games in the last two years could be a film in their own. Because oh, they're original. And I think Hollywood, and statistically, the way that things are moving as a business, people are more inclined to invest in IPs that are known which is why they're going towards this and like, sure, there's still original movies being made, but the blockbuster movies that are, that, that we're seeing are all sequels or interpretations of, of other media, nothing that's an original idea. Right. And I think that even in, in, in free guy, have you seen the movie free guy? Um, yeah. Free man, free man or free guy, free guy, free guy, free guy, free guy. That's right. the- Ryan Reynolds. Yeah with Ryan Reynolds. So there's yeah, a funny. scene in that there's a scene in that movie where Taika Waititi, which is the CEO of that company that owns the video game and he's like Australian, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's basically just trying to make money. So he says it perfectly. He goes <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes, "Hey man, so um I made um <laughs> Free City 1 and that's doing awesome. What's my next move, man?" Yeah. And then the guy was like oh, I don't know, build off of the success and make another property. He's like, no, Free City 2, because yeah. that's what people want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's, Familiarity, so it was, right? Yeah. Right? And that's what these companies want in this day and age. They want it's too much of immediate a, you know profit is. and they what want to dig into a, something with an existing fan base. Exactly. It's too, much of a, it's too much of a risk. And I'll give you an example here. See? So as we're on the subject, leads us into our next point. So I'm reading this here, right? The future. The following month, Holland said he was unsure if he he should continue making Spider-Man films and stated he is hoping for a film to be focused on Miles Morales instead of Parker. And that continuing to play the character in his 30s may have been a sign that he had done something wrong. So back to your point about maybe they're proposing like three trilogies and he's saying to himself, getting cold feet, like uh, that's going to be a long, a long commitment and it might tarnish my career, right? And then they said, despite this, Amy Pascal stated that she hoped to continue working with Holland on future Spider-Man films. So I, I feel they're still going to push it. Back to your point about they want that to be a franchise maker. Miles Morales still, uh, you know, I know this isn't like in the subjects we're talking about, but he should be making, they should be making a film like as we speak, um, because I, right. that property is so hot and it appeals to everybody. You don't even have to call 100%. it Spider-Man. Like I was going like really crazy, man. And thinking of like, if I was the, the next Spider-Man director, I would do something crazy and argue like basically the whole storyline would be um, what we say, right? Or what, what the cynical person might say, like the average person, like, oh, there's another Spider-Man. That's not Spider-Man. I remember who Spider-Man was. So what I'm trying to get at is like my proposal for this film would be like for Miles Morales is you don't even call it Spider-Man, Miles Morales. You just call it, marvel's miles morales or miles morales and the whole idea 
is that the whole arc of the character is that he tries his so hard to prove that he is Spider-Man and people try to argue whatever. And then he realizes by the end of it, like he says something like, if I can't be Spider-Man, then I'll be, and then you cut to like the title card, Miles Morales. You know what I mean? Because the whole yeah. thing is that it, that's the whole concept of Miles Morales. What I took from it is be yourself, be who you are. You know, this goes back to like being filmmakers, right? So many people we probably run into say, you know, I've said it, said it to my face, not in a condescending way, but in a realistic way, right? They would say things like, you're not going to be a Tarantino. You can't be a thing, whatever. And I said, yeah, you're right. I'll be Daniel Caldwell. And one day someone will recognize me and appreciate me for who I am, like my brand, right? Because I don't want to be like Tarantino. I want to be someone exactly. different, right? And I think that's the whole concept with Miles Morales that they should definitely tackle if they create a movie. I'm getting really excited now. <laughs> I'm trying to write well, this bro, script. this is... Do you well, like no, the idea, man, though? Is... Because I respect Bro, your opinion as a, and the, as a creative, yeah. A hundred percent. And in the interest of doing something different, and I'm so on board with that concept, man. And especially like to the point of what we were talking about, about like businesses being uh, so safe, uh, like, like just not as inclined to take risks. Um, people with that mindset do what, for example, I was I watched The Eternals last week and going into that movie, I was really excited because it was getting so much mixed reviews and a lot of the negative reviews was critics being like, oh, they should stick to their Marvel formula. And I don't agree with that at all. I'm like, yeah, it's going to get old. Really I feel fast. like it's already starting to get old. It's already gone old. Yeah, I watched Shang-Chi, whatever, and Black Widow. Great films, like in the sense that like they weren't like appalling, but I was bored by it by half of it right and like, but yeah and and each of those and each of the movies that have followed endgame have had their own vibe and i appreciate that because they feel all different in that way and it's harder to for me to compare movies that have just come out than movies a part of the infinity saga because they were they all felt like not static origin stories but there was definitely a marvel formula to the origin and now that things are moving forward and we're integrating new heroes in different ways in the story that don't feel like a traditional origin movie like shang chi pulled that off i think perfectly it was very light um especially when you put it up against like um black widow and like eternals but yeah. eternals i appreciated for on 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 its own on its own merits like it, it was um it was a dark film. It was surprisingly not a bloated movie in the sense where they needed to introduce 10 new Marvel characters. Right. The Eternals is made up of these 10 characters. And for them to fit story building, sorry, story work, character building, world building arc, yeah. around all that while yeah. also setting it aside to like feel like its own movie. The, the director it herself even said that like she drew a lot of inspiration from Man of Steel, from the tone of Man of Steel. Gotcha. So you'll notice that there's a grayscale. Uh, like, uh, yeah, it, there is a different feel to it. And even like the poster to, is like a Zack Snyder looking poster. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's the most DC feeling Marvel movie. And I I appreciated it for what it brought. Because it's taking almost man, right? Yeah. So and and what I didn't agree with was what the critics were saying about it. We're like, oh, like they should stick to their Marvel formula. And I think they shouldn't. And to back to our point, like this is how they should approach Miles in a completely different way. They shouldn't fit the narrative of, of Miles into how he is spider-man but how miles morales 
is his own superhero. You know what I mean? Like he's his own hero. And I don't think he should be defined by being Spider-Man, though that's who he literally is. But um, to your point, they should make him feel like his own thing, almost to the point of maybe just calling the movie Miles Morales, like you were mentioning. And I liked how they nailed that whole story building in in um, in Insomniac's game because like I get I get look I get it um, helps with marketing and it's also a respect to the community like yeah. the demographic that watches it because they want to be known as like Spider-Man and you know who am I to say that I just I, like you said like I'm, my style as a filmmaker and you'll start to see it as I take risks and make films and things like that or what I'll push as my brand is always like subverting expectations always doing things that like are not so satisfying but it kind of grows on you so the idea of what i'm saying is you know he's not like people don't say like spider-man right or you show like people like against it like in the video game man there should have been some sort of like they, they touched on it like there was like that cat owner or whatever that guy who ran that like convenience store yeah where he was like uh you're you don't look like spider-man like he just said something like a throwaway line like that and i'm like we needed more characters like fucking like you know getting into it and saying like, yeah, I, I don't want your help. You know what I mean? Where's the real Spider-Man? Get him. And like, like, but just showing like the innate kind of genuine generosity Miles Morales is that he ignores that and still kind of owns up to, uh, steps up to the plate and yeah. like does the job. Like that is such a powerful, noble act. Like to, just showing people, uh, people that are persecuted, people that are discriminated, people that are suffering of being in hardship. That is the, the true definition of a, a characteristic of a good person that they do it, even though it's, it, it, it's uh, not in their interest, but they do it because they feel it's right. Exactly. And I think that's what Miles Morales, for me, that's how I interpret the character is. Okay. You're going to call it Spider-Man Miles Morales. Of course you need to market it, whatever. Take the risk. Now everyone knows the character neck. When the movie comes out, just, just put Miles Morales and put Marvel above it. And then make the whole movie about that. Cause the best movies, man, are a commentary on the audience. When you're watching it and you're saying, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, that's that's true. Like, I was thinking, like, why is he the next Spider-Man or, you know, he, he's having reservations about himself, like doubt he's not up to that role. And I know, again, they touched on that. They did that. But I'm talking about like a darker, grittier, like basically a real life version of if someone who is of Puerto Rican descent, black descent were to say I'm Spider-Man as well. I have it to prove it. How fast would people go, go on to that idea? You know what I mean? Show that rawness. Show like how discriminative like people would be and show how that would harden and transform Miles Morales into becoming like, you know, a hero that could stand the test of time. Exactly. Yeah. Really passionate about this character. Man. Oh, man, I think there's so much potential with it. And like, and to your point, this is a great time to drop something like this because he, he's, it's just such a hot IP. Um, and I think that there's potential for him to be at the very least introduced in this film I, in, in, in No Way Home. I know mm -hmm. that that um, I had heard something about um, him already having been cast, if not to appear in this movie, then in something very soon. Uh, but I think that they'll use this movie at the very least to plant seeds. And there, there's a there's a frame in the um, first trailer for No Way Home uh, mm -hmm. before and it's right at the end, right before they they show Doc Ock's arms, and when the screen shut um, cuts to black and says, um, "Be careful what you wish for, Parker." And then it opens on a screen of just Peter's face, and then there's someone in the background, and then it 
goes to to uh, Doc Ock's arms coming through. But that yeah. person in the background is this black woman. And um, there are people who are aligning through confirmation of casting that that is actually real Morales in the limo, which is obviously Miles's mom. Got you, got you. Yeah, they so, got to do something where they're like hinting at it or like, because in my opinion, I like, I like the idea of the whole uh, two more trilogies, like showing him in his 20s and his 30s, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't. What I really like is you wrap this up and then we start going into Miles. Start Morales, a new thing. Right? Yeah. Now, what I really love is you do a Miles Morales trilogy, right? Same thing like here. You build it up, do great, right? Third movie, bring back Tom Holland. He's in his late 20s. You know what I mean? He kind of acts as a guide like we saw you know in the video You know what would game. be kind of sick? Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to build off of what you're saying right here. If they did mm-hmm. even... So they're making a, the Marvels movie, which mm-hmm. is basically Captain Marvel's sequel, but also because that movie wasn't super, super well received when it came out. There was a lot of um, controversy around the casting. They're introducing in this new movie, post Miss Marvel uh, release on Disney Plus, they're putting Miss Marvel in with Captain Marvel, which is, you remember in the, did did you play the Avengers game? You know, Uh, I didn't play it. No, (laughs) I, I remember you talking about it. So the main character who you play with initially is Miss Marvel, who's that, this, uh, Oh, okay. This, um, I want to say she's Pakistani or like Afghan. She's from, she's an Afghani uh, mm-hmm. character. Oh, um, I know what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was in so the Disney document, powers. Disney plus documentary, like how it was conceived. Like the yes. artist was talking about like why she made them. Yeah. So they're doing like this buddy cop movie with them. And oh, okay. I would think that as a movie to introduce Miles Morales, if they didn't want to take the full leap into making a Miles right. Morales movie, make mm-hmm. there be like a, a, a film or something where Spider-Man is like mentoring Miles or like that they have a buddy cop thing kind of between them. And then they blast off into Miles's just to set up Miles's thing. Yeah, I think for that, sure. I like that. I idea, think, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunity, but I think also not like, I think we want to see all these things now. And in this next movie, there's so much going on in No Way Home. I don't think they need to cram every idea that anybody's thinking. Yeah, of you don't want it to movie. sound because because there are, there is a point. There's a cutoff, right? Like with anything, there's boundaries, right? It's like uh, we'll, the audience will only take so much. For me, the most plausible would be to because they, they've already made it. Yeah, they've already made, made it uh, sensible where like, you know, the multiverse would exist because of Doctor Strange. Like I like all that. Um, it's not like they just pulled it because they need, you know, people to buy tickets for the last installment of the trilogy. Uh, but at the same time, like you said, like, I don't want them to start uh, throwing in like, okay, Miles Morales, whatever. You could do it in a very smart and subtle way. You could do like little techniques. Like he runs into a guy that's Puerto Rican, like, you know, black. And he says like, oh, what's your name? You're new to the area, whatever. He's like, oh, I'll see you around, whatever, right? And then, like, that's it, right? You could do, like, a wink. But I don't want him to see, like, coming at the end, like, I'm here to help, too, and whatever. It's like, no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, because just that focus on the spider be, yeah. That moment, Miles being there would be too much. That moment needs to be to see the OG Spider-Mans. Like, if In order to be sick, it, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Like, if they're going to not show it at all in this promotional material, and they want to have that that scene on screen... Imagine like Toby coming on and then Miles coming in. It's like, oh, like you want to be excited for both of these things individually, but for it to all be at once would be way too much. So I don't so think. So before we, think, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say that I think that even if they just introduced Miles's mom as like maybe she's running because she's a mayor, like she runs politically. That's right. If 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 Harlem. they had her, if 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 they had imagery of her 
like, like a oh, poster running. or whatever. And not just an <laughs> Easter egg, like like actually like show you know hint to the audience someone like me that's not watching five videos about like you know what clues are in the video i mean the movie you know actually like you said like a run-in uh some sort of maybe she's on the news like uh, doing a campaign whatever just hinting that there's a possibility we all know what's going to happen eventually like miles morales again is too much of a hot property he's really becoming uh iconic i love the idea of like his take on spider-man like the whole street apparel and he's wearing the nike air for like it's just i don't know i i love it as i'm wearing that i'm wearing a red hoodie right so like <laughs> you know i'm just like into that style um and i think it's appropriate for this generation right because we're into that um that look um but nevertheless yeah like definitely hint at it uh before we go though i do want to say like you know spider-man means so much to us as a character and uh you know just inspires us to be better individuals um you know really tap into that uh heroic side of ourselves i want to say this though like do you there's no way that they're gonna not put toby and garfield in it like in your opinion like you think that it's gonna happen right yeah that's a for sure i think end of the day that's what's gonna happen um there's all this proof man leading to that like there's so much proof people are just waiting for the confirmation yeah. Right. But like I said, it's been confirmed that they've hired VFX teams from all of those movies. They've seen the same stunt doubles that they use for those movies for Toby and Andrew on set. Like they've seen all these things. And one of those things alone would be pretty obvious that they're in it. The suits are but hanging I- on coat racks. <laughs> you, got, you got Garfield in front of a green the- screen. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you need? <laughs> but it's hilarious because there's this whole thing online of like, of, um, of um, compilations of interviews that Andrew Garfield's done and everything. This guy's trying so hard to swerve in and out of like those rumors and everything. It's hilarious. And everyone's no, like, they're, you they're... Need to, like, you need to confirm I can see so them. he can stop. Yeah. And Tom Holland says something stupid because he's like notorious for like leaking shit. So he said something that like only a liar would say. Like he's like, he's that de- they're definitely not in it. Stop asking me. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why would you say it like that? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, like, he said something stupid. Do you hear that? He like posted something. Yeah. He's like, I can confirm for sure they're not in it. And it's like, why the hell would we believe you now? Like out of all the times, <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you remember that? He opened up the suit on like live Instagram live. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's yeah. I don't, um, I don't, I do not doubt that they'll be in it. I for sure think it'll be a last act thing though. I don't think that they're going to be in it a whole lot. Um, but I, I, I think it's going to be a last act thing. So they're going to yeah, come see, man, just, really needs just, it. Yeah. Just before we go, like, uh, there's, um, there's a lot of talk. Like I'm just reading it now. Like, how, like the trending stories is that the, the producers are, are already deciding, like, what are they going to do with him? If they want what you were saying, like the next two tri- set of trilogies. Um, and he's already like against it. So it'll be interesting. I don't think he's going to last like for two trilogies. I think that all that honestly might all also be a ploy to get maybe um that's what oh you cut out you cut out sorry no um a lot of actors who are trying sorry i think i'm getting messages a lot of actors who are trying to um to renegotiate their contracts will initially reject it oh so that they go back to the table you got some yeah actor how much do you want me how much actor insight yeah (laughs) right so how much do you want me that's so true yeah yeah. Anyway, so uh, thanks again uh, for coming on the podcast. We'll do another one to touch base after the movie and talk about our thoughts. And you better pray. Everyone better pray that uh, w- first thing we say is Toby was in it. 
anyway, but yeah, tickets go on sale. I believe it's like Monday, November 29th or something like that. We're one um, month away. Yeah, one month away. Uh, but honestly, uh, let's make this a rule between us, that is, because I know that social media I can't control. Uh, that weekend it comes out, like, let's not like text or bother each other until like December 20th. Does that make sense? Because I'm still trying to like, I'm, I'm going to be watching on the 18th, like pretty much for sure. But God forbid, like I can't get the ticket till like Sunday, let's say like, just let's make it that weekend, that buffer. And then it's any man's game after that. You know what I mean? Okay. So. It's in God's hands. All right. Because I know sorry is the kind of guy that'll text me like a GIF or something. <laughs> and I'll oh, be like, bro. don't you dare. Right. Spoils the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Your well, kids. I'm happy I didn't. I'm happy your I kid's gonna be freaking out like daddy is something wrong why are you hysterical in the movie <laughs> i might not return i might die right i might not right. <laughs> i might stay there overnight no they can't they can't mess it up man they better they better come through and like you said they got all the leaks and whatever um yeah man it'll be great okay so uh thanks again mark anthony sorry for coming on the podcast looking forward to uh, touch your base uh, following up on our experience watching Spider-Man No Way Home and thank you everyone else for watching and listening <laughs>